So as I say, good morning and welcome to morning prayer today, May the 25th, bank holiday, and I'll be using Common Prayer again, uh, which you can access at commonprayer.net. And today's reading is from the Gospel of Luke, and it'll be chapter 7, verses 36 to 50. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be for ever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Guide us, Lord, to walk in courage, wisdom, and love. And this morning's psalm comes from Psalm 119, verses 44 to 48. I shall continue to keep your law. I shall keep it for ever and ever. I will walk at liberty because I study your commandments. I will tell of your decrees before kings and will not be ashamed. I delight in your commandments, which I have always loved. I will lift up my hands to your commandments, and I will meditate on your statutes. Guide us, Lord, to walk in courage, wisdom, and love. Isn't that great, the, the second verse of this morning's reading? I will walk at liberty because I study your commandments. I will tell of your decrees before kings and will not be ashamed. Things for us to think about. So, this morning's reading from Luke chapter 7 verses 36 to 50. Uh, just bear with me while I get my Bible and I'm going to be reading from the NRSV this morning uh, because there's part of it that I really have to say I really like. Uh, I'll, I'll explain why shortly. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him and he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And a woman in the city, who was a sinner, having learned that he was eating in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster jar of ointment. She stood behind him at his feet, weeping, and began to bathe her feet with her tears, and to dry them with her hair. Then she continued kissing his feet, and anointing them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee, who had invited him, saw it, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus spoke up and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. Teacher, he replied, speak. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. 
when they could not pay, he cancelled the debts for both of them. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he cancelled the greater debt. And Jesus said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has bathed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. But from the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven, loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. But those who are at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Great reading that for today. Wonderful. It's, it's got so much going on in it. And that... Uh, various parts of it will, will jump out at you. Um, the reason I like this translation is it, it sort of keeps the, the force of the original when, it, when the description of the woman and what she does for Jesus uh, in the original is written in the imperfect tense. And in the NRSV it says, she began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair and she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with ointment. It's a, it gives the feel that she, she just carried on. Once it started, it all flowed out of her. It wasn't one single action. Obviously, she had a lot coming out, didn't she? Once it started, she couldn't stop. And it strikes me that, that this little passage is, is rather like an onion wrapped around with different levels in it. Um, and there's that question that comes up so often about the identity of Jesus. For the Pharisee, the question was, was he a prophet or not? And then later on there was the shock uh, for some of the people at the dining table this man is forgiving sins does that mean he's more than a prophet? God's the one who forgives sins and there's the comparison of the woman and the Pharisee do you notice that the woman one of the major players in this event doesn't say a word but there's that comparison isn't there 
between the Pharisee and the woman and what they did or didn't do. The Pharisee who didn't greet Jesus as he should have done. The sinner who poured out everything. And there's, again, the shock of what happened. It took courage for the woman to come and approach Jesus in public like that. And there's the shock of she, a sinner, touching Jesus. Would she make him unclean? The shock of letting her hair down in public. The shock of there washing his feet with her tears. But I have to say, what struck me for this morning was the relationship between forgiveness and love. Um, Bob touched on it yesterday in the morning service, if you were there, <clears throat> when he talked about mercy and a loving response, excuse me, <clears throat> when he talked about mercy and a loving response. And that's so encouraging. And it's surely what we witness here in the actions of this unknown woman as she approaches and anoints Jesus' feet. And this outpouring of love and thanks in the continuing tears with which she washed Jesus' feet was her fitting response to having experienced the fullness of God's grace. Do you recall how Jesus described it? If you'll bear with me, I'm just going to find the verse. Therefore, I tell you, he said, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. Her response to the love and mercy of God, to God's forgiveness, was to pour out her love in response. And it invites me to think about my response to God's love and mercy and forgiveness this morning. I find that really, really encouraging, that passage. I hope you do too. And I do thank you, Julie, who's, you've written, it's beautiful what strong emotions Jesus evokes. Mm, I agree. So guide us, Lord, to walk in courage, wisdom and love. Amon Hennessy, a Catholic worker, said, Love without courage and wisdom is sentimentality as with the ordinary church member. Excuse me. Courage without love and wisdom is foolhardiness, as with the ordinary soldier. Wisdom without love and courage is cowardice, as with the ordinary intellectual.
So shall we come to our time of prayer and offer our intercessions to the Lord this morning? And please do, uh, as we go, type in anything that's on your heart for which you want to pray. And allowing for the time lag, we'll, we'll be able to pray some of them with you. But all will be there. All will be seen. And the Lord will hear those prayers. So shall we pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this morning and we thank you for this opportunity to come together, to meet and to offer our prayers and our worship to you at the start of another beautiful day. Amen. <clears throat> and so shall we pray for Hong Kong and what's happening there at the moment as more protests begin as it appears freedoms are being eroded we pray Lord um, for tolerance and understanding Lord in your mercy hear our prayer and Lord we do pray for patience and long-suffering all the fruits of the Holy Spirit to to fill our lives to um, to make us the people you want us to be And for the Lord's goodness and mercy and grace, thanks, Matt. We do pray as we come to the Lord as, as sinners that we will continue to experience the Lord's goodness, mercy and grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, this week, uh, half term, we pray for... Uh, for rest, for teachers who've been working at home and as they prepare for schools to open. We pray for our schools that there will be um, safe places where children can come back together and be protected. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for today, this Bank Holiday Monday, that people will uh, be sensible and respect the social distancing that's been put in place, whilst still enjoying the, the glorious day that this is. And Lord, we pray for uh, all of those who are trying to help at this time, and particularly as Bob has prayed, Lord, for the food bank in Eastleigh and for all of those people who are residents or carers at Sunnybank Care Home. 
And we thank you for those people working on the front line, Lord, in care homes, in hospitals, in emergency services, who are doing so much to help um, and to protect and to care for those in need. Pray for your blessing on them, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for Australia as it's been battered by storms in the last couple of days. Um, after a long period when it's been troubled by fires, then flooding, and now the coronavirus, and now these strong storms. We pray for people who have lost their homes, lost their possessions. And Lord, we pray for the emergency services who will be working so hard to bring relief. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, at this time of separation, uh, we do pray that, that um, more people, yes, as Matt prays, that more people will come to seek you, Lord, rather than trusting in anything or anyone else, uh, that at these times of crisis, um, as people seek support, that they will find the peace and the calm that they need in you, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for your healing for all who are unwell, those who suffer from coronavirus, those who are suffering from other illnesses. And we pray for Kat and Michelle and Sue and Barbara, and for Gladys and Sally. We pray for um, a quick recovery for them all, Lord, as we offer them to you in prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for Kat and Ali, as they now, with everything else that's going on, prepare for their next step in following faithfully your calling. And we pray that you'll bless them as they prepare to move. And we pray that um, you'll watch over St Thomas's as well, Lord, as we come closer to that point of being in a vacancy. And that you will guide and support those who are planning for the next stage. May they be open to your word, Lord. Where you're calling St. Thomas's to be. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so, Lord, 
we bring together all of our prayers and offer them to you this morning. So shall we say the Lord's Prayer together? I'll be using the traditional version. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Lord, you give life to our understanding of love, courage and wisdom. Today there are so many paths we might follow. Help us to discern the direction to set our own faces so that we might meet you at the cross in our willingness to deny ourselves for your kingdom and at the empty tomb in our living the resurrection life. Amen. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. So thank you for being with us this morning. Um, I pray, yes, do have a good Bank Holiday Monday. Amen. <laughs>